What are some creative ways that you can thank your donors? This is Fundraising at Camp by Go Camp Pro. True Camp Mavericks know that money moves the mission, and we're here to keep your mission moving. You can find our show notes at gocamp.pro slash FAC. We here at Go Camp Pro are grateful to the folks at ACA Illinois for their support of our podcast. The American Camp Association of Illinois is made up of nearly 289,000 members, volunteers, campers, families, and professionals who believe in the power of camp. ACA Illinois works to disrupt the effects of poverty by providing fundamental services for children and families and learning opportunities for camp professionals. Learn more about ACA Illinois by visiting acail.org. This Go Camp Pro podcast is brought to you by Camp Brain. Camp Brain not only coordinates your summer camp management needs, but also your conference center bookings and fundraising management, allowing you to use one database to run your camp year-round. Since 1994, Camp Brain has been innovating and constantly adding new features while being backed by a team of 50 passionate and caring staff members. For more information, visit them at campbrain.com F-A-C. Hello, Camp Mavericks. Welcome to the Fundraising at Camp podcast from Go Camp Pro. My name is Travis Allison. Excited to have Joe with me today. Hey, Joe, how's it going? Oh, it is going, Travis. It is going. Things are going well. <laughs> That's good. That's so good. So if you're not a YouTube follower of the Go Camp Pro channel, you can go check out Joe's Crazy Lean uh, in this show. Um, and his extra lighting effects he's added just for this occasion. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Heather's not able to join us, but Joe and I have uh, some cool stuff to talk about. So we're excited to be here today. So we're going to talk about thank yous today, Joe. You suggested this topic, and it's one I love. What were you thinking of to get us started today? Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad that you loved it. Uh, what, I, <laughs> what I'm suggesting that you... Uh, to get started is this idea of we need to think about how we thank people mm-hmm. when they're a donor. And that thanks can be in many different ways. So to to reiterate, we have the cycle, right? So the cycle is ask, thank, report, repeat. Um, so we don't want to confuse the thanking and the reporting, and we don't want to confuse the thanking and the asking. And so I was just thinking that there's some there's some easy things to do as a as a camp that can get you quick wins with people. Um, some of these are basic things. So quick phone calls to donors. So I got a notification that I got a donation uh, this morning mm-hmm. and I sent an email follow-up because it wasn't through our own internal system. It was through, through a different uh, system. So yep. I sent them an email follow-up immediately. But I also know that that same family got a card from me in the past three weeks because I signed all of the tax receipts for 2021 um, on, on special camp cards. Um, Mm -hmm. and so this idea that we can always do more to thank and we can always vary our thanks. So I'm not sure if we've talked about this, Travis, but people love it when ask letters and when thanks come from the highest person up in your organization. Mm. If you're a fundraiser, but you have an executive director above you, getting them to, to write the thank yous and, uh, even just sign the letters is yeah. super important for that perception because right. we all love we all love to think of the the person who mm-hmm. um, I don't know how to say that, but like right, we all love 
dealing with the person at the top. Sure. It makes, as a donor, it makes you feel important. It reinforces, even better, it reinforces that you're important to that organization. Yeah. What are some ways, do you have any ways that you can think of that you've been thanked by organizations, Travis? Yeah, for sure. Uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, I have a uh, sticker on my water bottle, the Karen Cornerstone crew. Beth and I are monthly donors to the camp that we used to run. And there's only a very small group of people that do that. It's growing all the time, but it's kind of a tight-knit, very alumni-focused group of monthly donors. And so that was that program is also really new. Um, I was involved in getting it started just three years ago, and it has contributed a lot, but they're consciously working to make that cornerstone crew, that group of monthly donors, into a group that they have some group identity. So they have a unique name. Um, you know, you're welcomed as a member of the Cornerstone crew because th I think that's important. And that group identity is important too. It, it helps to have psychologically, it helps people to help them understand that they're important and welcome to be a part of that group. And I think that that is one thing that's super small. And it's one of those gifts that works for me, but doesn't work for Beth. Beth doesn't dig on stickers like I dig on stickers. But, you know, those other stuff that we've talked about before, thank yous. And Bonjaro videos and written thank yous that come as part of the cycle of us being donors. So that's some of the things that I like. Yeah, monthly donors are one of those things where you should do as much as you can to thank them and reach out for more. The 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 question I always have about monthly donors and thanks is at, at what point, um, what amount is that? Right, like just to be a monthly donor is fine, but if you give five dollars a month, that's different than somebody who gives me one hundred and twenty dollars a month. But that goes back to the thought that we should have in our heads all the time, which is yeah. every gift every gift is significant. Some gifts are substantial, but right. every gift is significant. Yeah, because um, we have no way of evaluating what it costs that family to give one amount versus another, you know, what their yeah. sacrifices are to make that happen. So, yeah. yeah, and I think that there are, you know, I think thank yous, this goes kind of to when, but um, versus what to use as a thank you, but... I think in joining a program that is, you know, that it is a long-term commitment, whether it is, um, you know, I think sort of recognizable groups of donors can and should include monthly donors. And then those people who are part of an endowment, um, that they're either putting money into an endowment fund and, or, um, have made a commitment to include camp in their wills as well. So those are different ways. And there should be some thanks for that. Certainly have heard. So I think you join that, you get something simple like a card and, a, and some stickers. You, you know, over time, make a 12th donation or 24th donation in that series. There should be another thank you at that point that's a little more significant. Do you happen to have a challenge, your challenge coin handy, Joe? I don't. Um, it's upstairs. Yeah, my, I don't have mine either. Um, change thing. I should always keep mine by because I talk about them so often, but something like a challenge coin, I think would be an amazing donation a challenge coin being a kind of a two inch coin that you could carry in your pocket. You can have them custom designed that again, helps identify you as a group member. And, you know, some of the thank yous like Joe talked about in the last show where you have the donor wall is another piece of that, that there's something public for those who choose to make that public that happens because it's a, a public thank you that also encourages others. 
And but I, lo- really- I love the idea of a challenge coin. So if you get a sticker when you start and you make 24 donations monthly, then you get a challenge coin, but then you're kind of upping that and it's pretty exclusive and but not incredibly expensive. In Canada, we could have challenge coins made, made if you get 100 of them done, you could get them for five or between five and seven dollars. I haven't checked in the last year to get a, a challenge coin made. So not incredibly expensive, but something really significant because it's exclusive. Yeah, I personally, for Pierce Williams, because it matches our brand, I would lean towards the tree cookie being that type of challenge coin, totally. a, special, yep. a special one. And in fact, we bought a small C- desktop CNC to make custom tree cookies for that purpose. Mm-hmm. I have yet to figure out how to operate it. So um, that's on me, but that's fine. One of the things that you should have as part of your thanks is that wh- wherever they're giving, you should have a set up and an immediate email to them for that thanks. And if your software or your Canada helps or your whatever program you're using can't do that, you need to figure out how to make it do that. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's nothing it, a, it confirms with the donor that they got it and they get that immediate sense of thanks, but yeah. don't be fooled. That shouldn't be your only form of thanks. Yeah. Um, and thanks is one of those things where you can, um, you can lose track of it because you're not asking for money. But it's right. the most. It might be the most important part of the relationship. Yep. It's making sure that people are appreciated for it. Yeah, yeah. I also know stuff in that there are camps that do. I think I want to pick up on and explore a little bit more. Sort of an exclusivity for donors. So you may see that you may find that you have donors who don't wish to be public. Like don't wish their name on a board. You know, maybe that like the, their name on the board, but not no indication of how much they've given. Um, so again, you could I tied that to the number of donations versus a, an amount. But I've also I know of camps that have you know contributors to an endowment fund, like the Cornerstone Crew, where where that idea came from is you know those folks who are in, involved in the endowment, they have a group dinner and a group tour of camp, so they can see their money at work. And, you know, they can see it firsthand, but it is a way of, you know, this is a special event for this group that has a special effect on camp and, and what we do. So I think that, that that's really thoughtful. It applies some good psychological principles. We've talked about Cialdini's getting to yes principles often in the communications part of these discussions. That does tick a lot of those boxes to reinforce people. And you need to be really... I think you need to be careful as well because those people who might not want their name on a board also um, I have what I call sig- substantial donors, donors in the $15,000 and above class, which is very rare here who complain when I send them a piece of mail, right? Like, well, why did you spend that dollar? And I'm like, um, because I needed to mail you this, right? Like you're, yeah. and, and our, I just, there, it's a check checkbox on my database that I can be like, they only want email, right? Sure. So no. I'm fine with that. More power to them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, that's how people make their money is by being frugal, right? In most sure. times. Um, yeah. And uh, and I think that thanks is one of those things. So uh, one of the things I want to talk about is this idea of personalized cards. So at Pierce Williams, I got here in 2005 and I had thousands and thousands of thank you note cards that have Pierce Williams watercolors on them. Right. And I'll, uh, I'll put an image up that uh, we can put in the show notes, but there's 12 cards in a pack 
and you can sell them. So we do sell them at our um, tuck shop, but yep. there's so many a ridiculous numbers still. And they were printed for our 40th anniversary in 2000. Right. So, and there's <laughs> a closet, later. there's a closet under the stairs where mm-hmm. Harry Potter lives in our mm-hmm. farmhouse. And when you open the door, um, you can only see up a little ways, but then if you bend down and look like the stack goes all the way up to the crevice, like to the angle in the stairs <laughs> yeah, above it. it. And so what we've started doing a few years ago is we would take out these note cards to our campers during one of our chapels and yeah, it would smart. just be a thank you chapel. Mm-hmm. And we would say, great kids, you're here, grab a pencil crayon or crayon and um, you're going to write uh, dear donor. Thank you so much for supporting camp. What I love most about camp is blank. And and you give them some sort of a, a lead. And then our staff started asking, well, can we write them too? And, hmm. and I was like, yeah, sure. Like, feel free. And we would do it every week. So we would come out of it with four to 600 cards. Yeah. So I haven't had camp for two years, but for donor tax receipts in January, I sat Still down have. and- I still have a bunch of those cards and we ask them to do either the top or bottom of the inside flap, which mm-hmm. are blank. So then on the other inside flap, we can handwrite a note when the donor actually gives and donors love it. They go, they go crazy overseeing kids or staff, write things. Yeah. Um, a good friend of ours, Alf Grig sent me a note after I sent him a, a, a donor card with his mm. tax receipt. And he's like, I've never gotten a card like this. I've told so many people about it. And that's as a reference, yes. that's exactly what you're looking for yep. because people want to know they're cared for. And if you know you're cared for, you might encourage others to give as well. Yeah, And that's the, that's the secret. So getting a bunch of these note cards printed, getting the thousands I have printed is probably expensive. Yeah. <laughs> getting, getting, getting them printed as you go is totally worth its weight in gold. So, well, yeah, there's a couple of pieces of that, that I want to, I want to highlight one, having the kids who are impacted by donations, write something. So, you know, you're getting a thank you from the child that it impacted is powerful. And it's a, a tool for encouraging donations that other nonprofit organizations don't have. You know, they may not be able to get participants who can sign things or, you know, the, if you're Dex Unlimited, then you're not getting deck prints in the mail, footprints in the mail is a thank you. So Although, that's how a, awesome a, would that be? How <laughs> totally awesome would that be? Getting a deck print stamp. Uh, it's something we can do that's unique that, that, that helps us stand out in a, in a sea of potential donors. And I think of Andrew Plyler used to talk about this. He was, uh, in a course of mine, I've talked about this on Camp Packer podcast a number of times, and maybe even on the show where he did something much like Joe, where he gave kids cards that they could draw what they're thankful for about the camp that he was running and that those all got scanned and they were printed onto cards as thank you cards too. So same idea, less of actual real crayon or, or colored pencil on the page, but it was still a kid's design that had, had impacted it. I was thinking also about non tangible things that you can't touch that are also good. Thank you. It's like a phone call, obviously, or, you know, a bunch or a video that's, that's personal that can show your donation in the background. We've talked about that a number of times, but I was thinking also that if you accept a principle that we've talked about before, that there is different 
generational customs around fundraising or, you know, donating and thank yous and stuff, then some of your donations can be something as simple as spending time and visiting with a donor or getting to know them personally, making the notes that say, you know, this family is incredibly interested in, I don't know, I'm just trying to come up with something obscure, a particular sport or something that the kids are involved in that it's just, you can make a reference to those things to help people feel noticed and appreciated. Having, having the ability to keep those notes in your database is super huge. And we're in the midst here at Pierce Williams of working with our board of directors to give them access to our fundraising database so that they can be assigned tasks. So Mm. in our database, users can be assigned tasks and you would get an email notification being like, oh, Travis is supposed to call this person. And it's just oftentimes, um, Christine, who's one of my board members, who also works professionally in fundraising Mm. for another organization, she said, uh, you know, I made a call and it was great talking to this person who was an alumni from these dates and Mm. they just put it in as the interaction in the database, right? You're like, oh, on this day, Christine called, and then that just builds your knowledge of that person, right? Yeah. And sometimes those don't, you don't know where things are going to lead. I recently had a, a donor passed away last summer who had given $1,000 every year since I've been here. Mm-hmm. So she's already in the $15,000 club mm-hmm. and she passed away. And I just didn't, you know, and I would call her every year and say, Hey, do you want to, you know, do you want me to come and visit? And she's like, Oh, you don't need to come visit. Yeah. And she was this nice old lady and I never actually went to see her. And then her will comes to me this January mm-hmm. and those, and I don't know if my phone calls helped, I'm going to say they did, but we, we, we have $70,000 on the way as, mm-hmm. um, as a gift to camp from a, an estate. And I'm like, that's, that's why we do what we do. We do sure. it so that we get the, um, we want to encourage planned giving, right? The idea that people mm-hmm. can give in their wills, but also maintaining the relationship with people so that it's not just about when you die. Totally. Um, and, and sometimes you'll never know until it happens. Yeah. Um, but being able, as I, I didn't want to gloss over that, Travis, but being able to assign thank you calls to board members is super mm-hmm. awesome. And for yeah. board members, it's a it's a five to 10 minute task that anyone yeah. can do. And the older the board member, the more easy they are to feel about actually making a phone call. Phone calls, of course. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's what I was saying. Generationally, you have to think about that. I mean, it's great for a donor to feel like not only Joe knows them, but a board member knows them. Making a phone call can be generationally easier or more difficult, but also... You know, like stopping by for a visit is also kind of generational. Like my grandparents would have loved people to stop by for a visit. It would be hard for Beth and I to find time for someone to just come by for a visit. But not when you're 85. Well, sure. But older donors would appreciate that, I guess, is the simplest way of saying it. But I think what it's you're a getting out is know your audience. This is where the notes come in. Yeah. This is a person who loves to chat. And it may be a simple thank you to, you know, just spend time with a person and have that that time so yeah that's that's i think i think the idea of surprise is also something when you do something that people aren't expecting right Mm. so one of the things that cindy mentioned uh cindy wagman was on our last podcast i believe in and she mentioned that she used um a program called welcome and we looked at it here and we're going to use it because it's a little surprise. It's not on every website you would see right now. 
Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not used, but from a donor perspective, if that pops up on a donor page, yeah. it's a specific video about any steps and whatnot. It's those little surprises that we love in life that yeah. you're just like, Oh, uh, okay. That's, that's great. Yeah. And I think with donors, they appreciate those things as well. Yeah. So I think to sum it up, it doesn't have to be big. It helps if it's thoughtful having the notes and an understanding of what the the donor needs and likes and even adapting that as time goes as you learn more are all incredibly important to effective thank yous for that yeah excellent well thank you joe i also want to take a second and thank the american camp association of illinois for their sponsorship At the American Camp Association of Illinois, their work is driven by their passion and aim to make the world a better place. And they do that by using camp as a tool of transformation. This is an aside, not on the script. This is Travis saying, I have heard the incredible stories of the impact of the camps of Illinois and the American Camp Association of Illinois and what they've done in the state. And it's just remarkable. Their accreditation program is renowned nationally for its distinct peer review experience, which coaches local camps and agencies in running safe, quality programs that change lives. So if you're interested to hear more about the accreditation program, the benefits of being involved with the ACA of Illinois, including all of those benefits, the education, et cetera, please head to ACAIL.org. So we'll thank you them for their sponsorship. Joe, we have a couple of simple tools this week, and um, I wonder if you, you've hinted at yours, but tell us a bit more about your. So my tool is the camp note card, and in the show notes, we'll put up a picture of all 12 of the covers. They're, they're, they're actually the original watercolors done by a local artist, um, so it's not something that uh, every camp has accessible, but you can, with Photoshop, you can fake watercolors of like yeah. buildings and places at camp or make your own note cards. But the idea that they're camp specific, I wouldn't put thank you on them or date them because then you can use them as we have for the past 22 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would get a bunch printed. So I'm sure that there's printing companies out there like Vista print or find your local printer um, and get a bunch of them printed. And, And it's an amazing tool. That's great. Thank you so much. Mine is kind of a two parter. One is a book by a guy named Cal Newport, who's written a few business books that you probably have heard of. The most famous one, I think, is called Deep Work. But he has a couple of other great books, including one of his most recent ones is called A World Without Email, Reimagining Work in an Age of Communication Overload. And I'm putting it in here as... Uh, in the fundraising show, because it talks about setting up systems so that your small teams are not bombarded by communications, whether it's emails or Slack or whatever, but you create systems. So that's a great book. I recommend it. I have also put in the links to the show notes, Cal being interviewed on the Ezra Klein podcast, and they both talk about systems that can be created. And I kept hearing as I was reminded about this book today because I was listening to the the podcast this morning when I was walking the dog and just some really thoughtful ideas around urgency of communication 
how organizations that demand urgent communication, the ability access by via Slack that demand so much of their staff don't get good value out of their staff because of that. And when we are being conscious of money and fundraising, I thought it was a, a good tie-in. So we'll put the links in the show notes, which again are at gocamp.pro slash FAC. And um, you can find both our show notes show notes and are both of our tools, including Joe's pictures and a link to the book and the podcast. That also means that I'm going to take a second and thank the folks from Camp Rain for sponsoring this show. Camp Rain's fundraising module lets you visualize your entire relationship with donors through one integrated system. So that means they may be, they may be participants in a retreat or a rental group. They may be camp families. They all tie together through the fundraising module. And you can see how that all works together. There is no more need for you to maintain multiple mailing lists, different software systems, and they're always innovating new features that care about you. They interviewed the people that use Camp Rain, and Amanda Rucker from Camp Pinecrest in Tennessee says, the software is really easy to use, and the updates are always extremely helpful. The explanations for every new feature are easy to understand and implement, and the customer service is also top-notch. So we want to thank... Camp Rain also, again, for their sponsorship. If you have want more information, please go to campbrain.com slash FAC to get more information from them. Thanks, Joe. Good show. I appreciate you sharing all this, uh, this great information today. Not a problem. Thank you for being you, Travis. And you're welcome. Uh, again, if you go to gocamp.pro slash FAC, you will find our show notes, uh, information on how to contact Joe and Heather. Um, again, thank you to our sponsors. And I want to take one second just in the last minute here before we go to tell you about another GoCamp Pro podcast. I have been frequently reminded about how awesome the Camp Code show is because of the number of people that reach out to us, that email me directly, that reach out on social media to talk about how much they've got from the Camp Code podcast. If you haven't been listening to the Camp Code podcast, it is from my wife, Beth, um, Gabrielle, who Joe and I work with on the Camp Backer podcast, and Ruby Compton. And it is a show just about staff training. It is practical, it is useful, and I highly recommend you check out the Camp Code podcast. So thank you all for listening and uh, for spending time thinking about and being intentional about fundraising at camp. Take care, everybody. Fundraising at camp is a part of the Go Camp Pro podcast network. Find a podcast for camp pros of every age and stage at gocamp.pro slash podcast. Hey, Camp Pros, we love that our industry is built on sharing. In order to foster that spirit, we hope that whenever you share an idea that you learn from the Camp Hacker podcast, conference, summer camp professionals group, or wherever else, that you're quick to give credit where credit is due. That way, we can all encourage more Camp Pros to share the tips and tricks that will make camp better.